You're listening to I Can't Wait to Tell You with Casey Edward featuring Jesse Eccles. Astrological forecast, January 2021. Welcome to I Can't Wait to Tell You, a podcast I created to share with you my knowledge, stories, and ideas on everything from manifestation and meditation to money, sex and relationships, self-love and body image, and life in general. I want you to know that you are not your thoughts, that you can choose your thoughts, and thus you and only you create your reality. It's time for you to take control of your life and let joy and abundance be your natural state of being. We all deserve to make some magic, so let's jump right in because there are so many things I can't wait to tell you. We got style and soul. Let's just let the good times roll. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of I Can't Wait to Tell You. I am your host, Casey. Thank you, as always, for being here. This is going to be a short intro, and this is actually not an episode that I'm going to count towards the episode count, but these are going to be some fun little bonus episodes, which I hinted about in a past full episode. So what I decided to do was do astrology forecasts for 2021. I thought that it would be really cool to know when the moons are doing what, when the planets are doing what, what's in mer- what's in retrograde, obviously I just almost said Mercury because that's the one that comes to mind, and how we should deal with that, and some journaling prompts and things that we can do during these times to help ourselves release and step into what we're trying to step into. So I got to sit down with Jessie Eccles, who has actually been on the show before. She was Jessie Miller when she came on before, but she actually just changed everything over to her married name. (laughs) So we're getting that change on the show as well. And what we're going to do is just have one of these uh, in every the beginning of every month. So this one's a little late because we recorded it. And then just with the episode release schedule, it worked out that it would come out the day that actually all of the things we're getting started for this year. So this one's going to be a little bit longer than the other ones. And the reason being is because we talk a little bit about how the astrology calendar actually differs from our calendar. So we'll get into that in the episode and then we'll let you know what to look forward to for January going into February. And then that's going to kind of be the release schedule. So you'll hear about a little bit about the month that it's coming out in and then it's going to seep into the next month because that's how it works for astrology. So without further ado, let's get to the episode for January into February. Okay, so I am here with Jesse today for our first astrology forecast of the show. Jesse has been on in a past episode. We dove into everything birth charts, astrology, (laughs) astrologically, and we decided that it would be really helpful to talk about what's going on every month and what's going on with full moons and what's going on with the zodiac signs and everything because it's just really helpful, I have found, to know and to know how to navigate them and to know what journal prompts to use and to know what to be doing. So that being said, Jesse just told me a little bit about how, even though this is technically the January forecast, astrology goes on its own calendar different than the Western calendar. So you'll hear what we're talking about if you don't know. But Jesse, thank you so much for coming and doing this. This is going to be such a fun little thing that we do every month. Yes, I'm so excited. And I know we were just talking about this, but we're 
going through a huge astrological transition right now. And I'm, I'm real excited for what's to come. And it's, it's fitting that we're starting this right now. Mm, okay. So let's dive into January, what's going on in January. And that might also mean what's seeping into February, but what do we have going on? Yeah. So right now in January, we're wrapping up some really heavy kind of Capricorn transits and we're moving into a lot of Aquarius transits. And so not only is that at kind of the Zodiac sun level, which a lot of people are familiar with. So happy birthday to all of the Capricorns. And then we're moving into Aquarius where you'll all have your birthday soon, but we've had a lot of other planets in the sky also in Capricorn for much of 2020. And then we're also ending 2020 with a bang and the sun is obviously in Capricorn and transitioning to Aquarius. So yeah, today I want to talk a little bit about what we're moving into, which is Aquarius season. And that begins January 19th and lasts for about a month, three quarters of the way through February. Cool. And could you go into a little bit about how the Zodiac calendar is different or the astrology calendar is different from the Western calendar? Yeah. So astrologically, the new year is different than how the Western calendar works. So obviously we've just celebrated the new year. We've made it to 2021, which is really exciting and definitely happy about that shift. There were some astrological shifts alongside that as well, but we're actually in, I guess, the second to last month of the astrological season. So Mm -hmm. we're, or third to last, because we're still in Capricorn, Mm -hmm. then we'll move to Aquarius. And then we wrap up the astrological calendar with Pisces season which is really fitting because Pisces season, at least in the Western world, ends with winter. Um, And it's the transition from winter into spring. And so winter also represents really all things dying and endings. And so to end the year that way, that that only makes sense. And then we transition in in March and spring into Aries season, which Aries represents really all things new and birth and really what's kind of being initiated, I guess, into the new world. So that transition happens in a few months, but this one's really exciting too, because we have a lot of the larger planets moving from Capricorn to Aquarius alongside the sun. Cool. Thank you for that explanation. I think that that's going to be easy for people to know about now. So when we're talking about different seasons that happen in the middle of the month, (laughs) it'll make a little bit more sense. So we're moving from Capricorn into Aquarius. And what else can we expect in January? Yes. So Capricorn is structure and rules and business and form. It's an earth sign and it just allows us to get things done in a lot of ways, which is really great, but also can be kind of stuck in its ways and a little stubborn and a little bit, yeah, just really rule bound. Aquarius is the total opposite and Aquarius wants to break all of the rules. Aquarius is very progressive. It values independence, freedom, and just, I just envision like literally like breaking from the chains and just so very rebellious, wants to go against the status quo, almost to a fault. Let's break the rules just to break the rules kind of vibes, but also like we have some rules right now in society that probably do need to be broken and need to be readjusted. And so that's why I'm really excited to be moving into this energy of transformation in a lot of ways. Cool. I love that. I feel like we all can, after quarantining for so long, and I know that most of us are still in that space, but it is getting to be that point where you're like, Ooh, I'm ready to break out of the shell or I'm ready to, you know, break the norm or break the societal patterns or what have you. So I love to hear that that's on the horizon. And in terms of the moon or retrogrades, do we have anything big that we should know going on there? Yes, definitely. And just really quickly before I go to that, 
we probably are just starting to feel some of that rebelliousness or wanting to like, yeah, break from the chains, but starting, yeah, January 19th is when the sun moves into Aquarius and then we will have, so there's 10 planets in the sky at all times, like sun, moon, all the way to Pluto and everything in between. And while the sun is in a particular sign, it's not uncommon for other planets to be there too, but it's not common for all of the planets to be there. And so this Aquarius season, we have six out of the 10 planets on Aquarius. Like we're not gonna, even if your birthday's not an Aquarius birthday, you're going to feel the Aquarius energy for sure, which also very much relates to the full new, full and new moon, Mercury retrograde, all of that's happening in Aquarius this season, which again, sometimes happens in the same sign as the sun and other times doesn't. So just mm-hmm. wanted to highlight that too. But yeah, so we have during every zodiac season, so in in this case, Aquarius, there's always one full moon and one new moon. It's not entirely true. Sometimes there's a second, but for the (laughs) most part, one full moon and one new moon. And the new moon always happens in the same sign that the sun is in. So the new moon will be in Aquarius and that's on, on February 11th. And the full moon is always in the opposite sign the sun is in. So in this case, it will be in Leo. And that happens on January 28th. And when a full moon or new moon happens, it's always on an axis. So again, Leo's opposite Aquarius or Aquarius and Aquarius are in the same kind of place. And this axis, the Leo-Aquarius axis, is all about the ego. And it's also about self-expression, creativity, and it has a little bit to do with the self versus the collective and how we express ourselves both individually, but also in group settings. And it's also where we, we give and receive love from the world. So it's a very like humanitarian, heart-based, big heart, big mind kind of energy. And I, again, I'm, I'm really excited to be moving into this type of energy. It's a big theme for all of 2021. And this full moon and new moon moving through January and February are very much kicking off that energy. Cool. Okay. So for, so the full moon's in January? So the full moon is January 28th in Leo. Okay. So I have seen all over Instagram and I've tried to start getting into journaling with bringing in the full moon. What for the full moon in Leo for January, can we do journal wise or any, any kind of ritual to prepare ourselves for that new energy and to bring in what we want with that new full moon? Definitely. So with the full moon, generally speaking, it's a time of release. Mm -hmm. And so you want to release anything related to this Leo energy. So you want to release fear and embrace courage. You want to release anyone's opinion that like isn't supportive. It's about the ego, right? So anyone else's opinion that's not supportive or uplifting, let it go and just release limiting beliefs. And so you can certainly journal this, but if you journal it, it's actually a really good opportunity to also then burn that, right? Like literally release it and let go of that and time to wash away any stuck energy, cleanse, dance, move, whatever you need to do to release that type of energy. You made it easy because when you have something, letting go of fear, bringing in courage and what that means with it, that's just an easy prompt. You you could even list them. What goes with fear? What goes with courage? You keep the courage, you burn the fear. So Mm -hmm. that's super beneficial. So now for that, would we do that the day of the full moon and do it under the moon and release it that night? That would be the most potent. You could do it the day before, day after. The energy, you know, time is a construct. So the energy is around the day before, the day after. Definitely most potent during. Very cool. Anything else we need to know about that full moon? I don't think so. Okay. All right. So for 
planets in retrograde. I don't even really quite know what retrograde is. I just know that Mercury retrograde got the the stigma of like, you're going to feel crazy and want chocolate and nothing's going to work for you technologically. <laughs> but is there anything in retrograde this month? And is is it something to be concerned about or how can we navigate? So I'm never concerned about anything astrologically, even like all of the nonsense in 2020, like people have been talking about for like probably hundreds of years, um, at least decades. And there's nothing to be feared. No, um, retrograde, uh, all planets station retrograde. Um, what it means is that from the perspective of earth, which is where we're standing, the planets appear to go backwards. And it's like, you know, when you're like sitting in a car and you're not moving in the car next to you is moving backwards. And then you think you are or however that works. Right. It's, it's like that. And so what that means energetically is that we're moving backwards. And so whatever that planet is in retrograde, we need to take a step back, reflect, revisit, and just kind of slow down in that area of life. And I will say though, there's always, you know, whenever there's like a stereotype or a stigma, there's it comes from somewhere. There's some truth to it. And Mercury does rule communication and, and sorry, Mercury does go retrograde in Aquarius season. So yes, <laughs> we will talk about, we can talk about that. That is the only planet that will be moving into stationing retrograde in this season. So that's what we'll talk about, but all planets do. And Mercury does rule communication. And so anything related to technology won't move as fast (laughs) and often breaks down. And anything that we try to force or push related to communication or technology is just not going to work because the universe is going to say, nope, you need to reflect on that a little bit more. Think about that before taking too much action. And then, you know, we can revisit that in the future. Love that. So as usual, even in the the diff- seemingly difficult parts of the things the universe does, it's for us to be able to learn a lesson from it or to look at something more insightfully. Absolutely. Yeah. And Mercury is going to be retrograde in Aquarius. Again, Aquarius is like the huge, huge theme um, really throughout all of 2021, but we're starting with the sun in Aquarius here um, on January 19th and Mercury station- stationing retrograde in Aquarius really, I feel like is asking us to revisit any of our innovative thoughts. So anything that we thought we wanted to start, um, I think it's time to like revisit that. And then we'll be able to take action on that in the following seasons. Okay. That makes so much sense. Okay. So Mercury is in retrograde. Does it matter when it goes into retrograde and when it comes out or? Yeah. So Mercury stations retrograde three times a year for three weeks. So that's what, nine weeks a year. It also has shadow phases. And so like, we're talking, you know, 15 weeks out of the year, like yeah. that's, I don't know how many weeks there are in a year, but that's a lot of weeks. It's, yeah. it's retrograde a lot. So it yeah. cannot rule our lives. A lot of people say, don't sign contracts and don't make these big travel plans or, you know, airlines always get all messed up during Mer- Mercury retrograde. I would say like, still do what you got to do, but just, yeah, think about it a little bit more. <laughs> okay. When does Mercury go into retrograde? January 30th through February 20th. Okay. All right. So we got a little time to prepare. (laughs) We do. Get your affairs in order now, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Very cool. Okay. What else? Anything else? Yes. So one more thing, which is, I feel like the story of 2021 is this aspect and it's something called, I'm going to get a little astrology heavy here, but it's just, I feel like really important for everything moving forward, not into 20, just into 2021, but like our whole futures, no pressure, (laughs) (laughs) but 
Saturn is going to be making an aspect, so communicating with another planet. It's going to be squaring Uranus three times this year. Saturn and Uranus are both outer planets that move very slowly. And so this aspect is quite rare and it's going to be happening in, so Saturn is going to be in the sign of Aquarius and Uranus is going to be in the sign of Taurus, which is is where it has been. The, The new part of this is Saturn has moved into Aquarius and on February 17th. So we do again, have a little bit of time is the first time that it's going to be making this aspect. And then it will two more times once over the summer and then once in December at the end of the year. So again, three times. Outer planets, these slower moving planets, Saturn and Uranus. Saturn has been part of the 2020 story. Pluto also. Now we're moving into this kind of Saturn and Uranus energy. Mm. Uranus is ruled by Aquarius. So it's more Aquarius energy, (laughs) which is, again, I'm really excited for. It's very innovative and rebellious and just breaks the rules and really allows us to evolve. Saturn and Uranus, though, are very conflicting energy. So Saturn is more similar to Capricorn. It's rules, restriction, structure, where Uranus wants no rules, wants to break all the rules, wants to create new rules and be really rebellious. So they're very opposite, which can be a little bit challenging. And it can feel a little disruptive because it's, yeah, it's challenging. They're opposites. And so, you know, they're really anytime Uranus is involved as well, like All I can say is that we can expect the unexpected and I don't have any like major predictions because Uranus is just so unpredictable, but I know for sure it's going to be a period of absolute radical change. And I think that, you know, we look back to early 2020 and we already can't believe where we're at. I think it's going to be a very similar vibe at the end of 2021, but it'll feel like we've rebuilt a lot and evolved as opposed to 2020 felt more like we were deconstructing Mm. and now we're going to be able to build a little bit, but there's still some kind of like almost crisis in in consciousness around these energies. (laughs) And again, they're very like, it's on the collective level. They're very big energies, but personally, it's also a time. I think anything that's no longer serving you like has got to go. And what I think is nice about this is like, even if you don't know it has to go, the universe is going to just make it go. They're just such good, powerful energies that like, there's just, it, it's just going to happen. Um, so, yeah. I, I mean, I can feel it already and I'm ready for all of it. I'm ready for, you know, it's by the sounds of it, everything's just going to be a little shaken up and we're all going to be a little shaken up. And I feel like after, after, you know, I don't even want to say calm. It wasn't calm during 2020 by any means, but during the quiet, when we were forced to go into quiet, it made some people think and wonder. And that's when things were stirred up inside of us. Why have I been doing things this way? Why has everyone been doing stuff this way? And I can feel that it's time, right? It's time to be at least moving into the feelings of let's get some radical change going, like you said. Yeah. And it's such like a, like a visionary energy. We don't know what it's going to look like yet because it's still, it's just being created as we go right now. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love it. I'm ready for Aquarius now too. <laughs> I'm ready too, for all of too. it. Okay, <laughs> good. So, so that is a, is the perfect little breakdown of what to expect. Is there anything else that anyone who's ready to, you know, journal and start these new routines around astrology that they should know for January or for this time of Aquarius? Yeah, I mean, I think the easiest way really is going back to the moon cycles, because 
it can be a lot, right? I, I, I can send you a million notes of what's happening every single day in the stars and it can be overwhelming. So on the most basic level, the full moon and new moon, they happen each of them once a month and you can really, it's, it's the, you know, cycle of release and setting intentions. And so I think that's the easiest way and journaling, release, burn it on the full moon. And then for the new moon, really set those intentions. And I think as we move into this really heavy Aquarius energy in the next month, but also throughout the whole year, it, it, it's an opportunity for us to really look at how we integrate with the, with the collective. It's a, a very collective energy. So what's my role here? We're all here for a purpose. And how do I fit into the collective is like the big theme right now, I think. Well, thank you so much, Jesse, for this little, this little forecast. So I'm looking forward to our next one. And thank you so much. Thank you. All right, guys, there it is. Forecast number one. If you want to follow along with Jessie, all of her information will be in the show notes so that you can get a further deep dive on her Instagram as well as see what she's up to and how you can work with her. So definitely check that out. As always, you know where to find me at Casey underscore Edward, as well as I can't wait to tell you dot podcast on Instagram. If you feel, I don't know what that side was for. <laughs> if you feel the show is providing value to you, please subscribe as well as leave a comment, a review. It's really helpful for me. And if you think that this will be helpful for any of your friends or family, please spread the word. Thank you as always for tuning in and we'll talk to you soon.